Food Court, the movie podcast and Twitch stream where Sean and Freddie Miles and Michael watch shit, talk shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. We control what happens. We hit the gavel, and mm. once we do that, the the who's bailiff, he's like, hey, y'all better stop that shit. And um, we welcome back uh, the late, great John Burr. Hello, John. We welcome back, of course, the late, great Michael Hampton and myself, Sean Parrott. Um, I had to go to court a lot soon. (laughs) You got to go to court a lot soon? No, Well, that's not what I was trying to say. Yeah. I was trying to say I was in court a lot recently. Okay. Trying to have my records expunged. Oh, shit. From all the crimes I've committed. Oh, no. In my life. I'm sorry. Mostly yep. just for insurance reasons, to make yeah. my insurance cost less. <laughs> Hell I yeah. To eliminate my crimes, mm-hmm. to make my insurance cost less. Of course. Sure. And I gotta say. Yes. My bailiff. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so a, ba- a bailiff is not like the, in my head, the bailiff was like the dumb cop oh, in the yeah. courtroom, right? Oh, yeah. I don't think that was the bailiff. There was like a judge's assistant. <laughs> wow. And I think that was the bailiff. And Whoa. I fell in love with this man. <gasps> oh, he was Whoa. like a he was just, he just there was so, he was so folksy. That's great. Like he helped me because I was one of the only white people. So he singled <laughs> me out and helped me. Nice. Just because I was white. Yes. Hell yeah. Ostensibly. And I had a tie. That was a big. A great maneuver I pulled. Wow. Very smart. Wearing a tie, which wow. I thought everyone would wear a tie, but most people just wore like workout <laughs> pants. Yeah. <laughs> like down, like well below their ass crack workout pants. I love it. And I could see the hatred in the eyes of what I'm going to call the bailiff. Now I think about it further. Maybe it wasn't the bailiff. Maybe it was some sort of clerk. Ooh, mm. a clerk. Mm. You know, he was all like, your majesty and shit to the judge. <laughs> your majesty. <laughs> I. And it was really, but I did fall in love with this this man. Like it made me. I was like, I would love to be part of the court process if it meant I didn't have to go to school for it <laughs> or get up early for it. Mm. What, what I'm saying is, I would like to be a bailiff for a day. That's what mm. I would. But only if the bailiff is this <laughs> position of power that I'm not sure exists, or even was what I witnessed. Does yeah. that make sense, guys? Yeah. You want to be the right hand of the judge. Right. Mm. I wouldn't want to be the judge. Because the judge, like, I don't know, seemed like he had to be there a lot. Yeah. yeah. And seemed <laughs> like, you know, also he seemed like, like, honestly, the judge seemed insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. And I saw a number of judges. Sorry, Michael, go ahead. No, I mean, to be a judge, you have to be a bit. You got to be insane if you're like I know best for everyone. Yeah, like I am the master. Yeah, I am the master. I know best. You have to be crazy. Yeah, you to play with judge. people's lives. You have to beat the judge. Ooh, <clears throat> I like that. That's a good tagline for a movie. Judge yes. judges the movie. <laughs> judge, I am the law. Judge, judge. Dread the movie. Why judge. What if they made a movie out of Judge Dread? Yeah, well, that would be crazy. I don't know. I don't Those know. películas. Whoa. Mm, Two pelicans. Uh, yeah, I don't yo know. mirar un película con Judge Dredd. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we watched the talented Miss Ripley, the 99 version. Uh, according to John, there are 70 versions. Oh, we watched really? the 99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.99.
I learned things. Well, I'm Look, a man. If it's, about, if it's like I'm a man, kind of gay, then I know about it. Uh, okay. There is nothing more kind of gay, or maybe overtly gay. Yeah, in these Ripley movies, and I got some vibes. Is it gay in the book? Yeah, man. Okay. Wow. Well, I mean, no, he's really not. He has like a wife and stuff in the books. Oh yeah. wow! But like, I didn't remember him being gay. Patricia Highsmith is like super gay, like just unbelievably oh, gay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I think lending. Uh, I think that there is gay. Sub- okay, so I have to. All right. No, before I like, I was hoping maybe it would seem like I've read the books just by having <laughs> a lot of knowledge about the books, but I haven't read the books. Uh oh. Although I, I now I now <laughs> I now, I now really have to, read the first book. I oh, now want cool. to read the books. They're they, good because oh, well, I, I went on an good. odyssey because I felt like I felt like lately I've like uh, let uh, our podcast community down. By which yes. I mean. You guys and Josh and Gary. <laughs> yeah, they're here, the they're chat. here tonight. <laughs> um, Chad. So I didn't just watch. Uh, I guess can we get on the Panda Express? Oh yeah. Here comes the Panda Express. It's time for us to express some things we thought this week while watching movies. Chugga 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 chugga. So I decided I wasn't just going to watch the talented Mr. Ripley. I watched every filmed iteration of the Ripley character. Every? Uh, every. It's madness. Sean gave me a really hard time about this. But I felt really like I was... you a hard time. I felt... Well, you said like one mean thing to me. One mean thing. I think you called me fat. Oh, damn. That was completely unrelated. Okay. <laughs> that was just random okay. meanness. Just spraying meanness like a drive-by. So I watched... And I watched them kind of in stupid reverse order. Because I did watch The Talented Mr. Ripley first. Oh. Okay. And then I watched Ripley's Game, <gasps> which is a John Malkovich uh, starring vehicle. And then yeah. I also rumored that he had to finish the film as a direct as the director because Lillian <laughs> Cavani couldn't finish it. Lillian Cavani is a pretty esteemed filmmaker Whoa. in her own right. Wow. And then I watched That's crazy. The American Friend. Which is also Ripley's game, which these are these are movies further down the line. But get this, Tom Ripley played by because John Malkovich, that kind of makes sense seeing mm-hmm. this, right? You're like, yeah. oh, he plays like an older version. Yeah. Dennis Hopper Whoa. plays Tom Ripley in a cowboy Whoa. hat. Whoa. <laughs> so put that in your Does he play Texas <laughs> Tom Ripley or something? Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He does. That's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. That's wild. Okay. Uh, and then I watched uh Purple Noon, which is like a 60s French film Whoa. with Elaine Delon. And this, <laughs> it's actually the same. It's the, it's the actual The Talented Mr. Ripley. It's the same. Uh, yeah. And I, I I got into all these, man. I watched them all. Wow. And then after I watched them all, I realized that me talking about them is bad. <laughs> so what I'm doing now <laughs> is bad. No, Because then I'm great. not talking about the movie that we watched. <laughs> I'm talking about other movies that we didn't tell <laughs> our fans to watch. But so what I'm doing now is bad. Now podcasting. you got more context, though. I beg to differ, though. Okay. In order to write the ship, just tell us which is the best one, and Ooh. then we can do the plot of Talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> well, what's so interesting, and what I think is a sign of quality about the endeavor we just pursued of watching the Talented Mr. Ripley, is it like. It was all like different facets of the same gem, and it was all interesting interpretations of them, really. Oh, cool. Um, best is like impossible. I, I <laughs> could tell you my favorite. Okay. okay. But now I can't decide. What was the better talented Mr. Ripley? This one or the, the best? I would, I rank the Ripleys as such <laughs> Alain Delon, <gasps> John Malkovich, Whoa. Whoa. Matt Damon. Way fucking down on the list is Dennis Hopper, who is like wonderfully insane, but not yeah. what I have pictured in my mind. And now, but what the the interesting endpoint of all this is, I now I I want to read the books. Yeah, oh, wow. and I, I know that like Roger Ebert had strong opinions on all these movies, and he liked the Malkovich one the best, which is fucking nuts because it's like not nearly as well made or as good as the other movies. So I I must extrapolate that Malkovich just. Like nails the character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the only way it can be his favorite. So now I'm I, I'm interested in going on this journey, and that's what I like. The cool things about 
when people talk about movie universes, this is what I wish people were talking about with movie yeah. universes, like really neat interpretations and distillations of excellent source material <laughs> as opposed to like, fuck, Andrew Garfield's going to reboot Star uh, <laughs> Spider-Man and then some other little weird British twit is going to oh, reboot wow. Sp- Spider-Man. Like, this is more interesting to me, but maybe this is complete hypocrisy. No, oh, hello. I disagree. I, I can't imagine great. Dennis Hopper being a clever guy. I mean, he seems <laughs> like smart. Quiz hotshot. Uh, yes, <laughs> seems pretty clever so. to me, bro. But like Matt and John Malkovich and Alan Delon are like all seem like very sneaky and clever. I can picture them being Ripley, but I can't picture Dennis Hopper being Ripley. Who well, of talk. us could play? The talented. Well, I'm definitely Freddie Miles, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. Yeah. Uh, My my old lady even was like, as we're watching it, and she's already like burned me pretty bad by calling me Paul Avery. But at least like Paul Avery and Zodiac, I'm like, well, that is Robert Downey Jr. He's got a lot of charisma. Freddie Lowndes, Freddie Miles, Freddie Lowndes, Freddie Miles, (laughs) who's played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Is completely repugnant. Yeah. And she completely compared him to me. But I also, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Michael, uh, <gasps> you Ooh. are not like uh, the talented Mr. Ripley. Oh. Uh, I feel like <laughs> Sean kind of mm-hmm. looks like a like a John Waters version of Matt Damon's interpretation of talented <laughs> Mr. Ripley. But That's you guys wild. are two guys are too uh, noble. Like you're yeah, you're not sneaky yeah. enough. We're too good. You gotta be pretty sneaky. Yeah. I'm Tom Ripley. I guess that's good. I'm probably Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Are you? Marge? Marge? Tell me more. I just really related to the way her character um, was, was in the scenes. Really scared? <laughs> yeah. Goop? Goop. I, I could feel the goop. She's oozing. really awesome in the movie. Um, yeah. Yes. Sean, I don't know if you want to do the contextual stuff yes i'll do the plot i'll try <laughs> there's a lot of plot okay. it's serpentine yes it's very it's serpentine um basically there is a young man named tom ripley and he's a sneak from the very moment we first moment we meet him we know he's a sneak because he's playing piano and he meets uh these fine older folks who are very kind <laughs> and um he uh is wearing a princeton jacket but it turns out he didn't go to Princeton. He just stole it so that he could play the piano <laughs> yeah. in place of a guy who actually did go to Princeton and hurt his wrist. And uh, he uh, pretended to be from Princeton uh, in order to get that gig, but also continued this because the parents that he, the, the nice old people he met were the parents of a guy named Dickie Greenleaf. Is that mm-hmm. true? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and he has been uh, taken on as a young man who can go to Europe and try to get Dickie Greenleaf back into the country because he's in Europe and he doesn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. He loves Italy. He loves his new girlfriend slash maybe fiance Marge, which is probably the <laughs> least sexy name that she has ever had in a movie, right? Yeah, that's pretty hard. Gwyneth is a nice, attractive name for a nice, attractive lady, but Marge what does is her name in Shallow Hell? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's Large Marge. Oh, it's Rosemary. Is it Rosemary? Yeah. Why do you know? I, really, I wish you didn't. Know I've the seen that right. movie. <laughs> when I was a kid, I watched it. I was like, "How sweet!" <laughs> it's true, isn't it? A beautiful story. <laughs> it's so beautiful. That love is blind. Love is blind. It, it isn't blind, but if it was, though, wouldn't that be beautiful? <laughs> um, wouldn't it be great if Jack Black, a fat guy, loved fat women? <laughs> uh, isn't that beautiful? Uh, so he goes to Europe. And at some point, he makes the switch from generic <laughs> sneaky guy to guy who is getting evil. Yeah. I don't know when he decides to be evil, but it's, it happens very slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he becomes a double agent. He's working for Dickie and Dickie's father. Um, they are just having the time of their life. <laughs> and uh, he, we slowly find out, is a gay boy. Uh, he he begins to fall in love with Dickie, mm-hmm. and who who couldn't? Who uh, could with blame Dickie him? Played by Jude Law, <laughs> when he still had most of his hair, looking very beautiful. 
very tan, pre pre scalp monster Jude Law, yes. pre pre Dumbledore, yes. poor poor Jude, poor sweet Jude. He's so beautiful, and um, I mean, much the first hour of this movie is like hang time. They're just yeah. hanging out in beautiful places. It it's strange because there, there's a point in the movie around an hour or maybe fifty minutes in where something crucial happens. Yes, and if I paused right around then, and and I was like, oh shit, there is another hour. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just it's, you are on a journey. You you really hang out with the characters. Mm-hmm. Sean's yes, you you absolutely chill out with them. They eat nice dinners. Um. Uh, Tom is slowly falling in love. Dick, Dicky is um, very self self absorbed, but also beautiful. So everyone loves him anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's Possess- like kind of sweet. Possesses a great charisma despite being yes. mostly, <laughs> mostly <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Almost everyone, yeah. uh, fucking every, everyone he possibly can in mm-hmm. a small town in Italy. Yeah, seems like a bad plan. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, around the fifty minute mark. Um, we see uh, during some kind of Madonna festival, <laughs> the dead body of a pregnant lady that uh, Dickie was banging yeah. float up in the middle of the festival. Crazy. And it's dark. And um, Dickie gets very <laughs> pissed off. And uh, I think at that point, we still aren't sure uh, who has done what. Right. Do or yeah. do we instantly suspect Tom Ripley of such a thing? Mm, I, I don't, don't know. think I suspected it. Oh, really? I don't think so. What are you okay. talking about? I think you're saying that he said uh, he killed the lady. Is that what you're trying to say? That is my assumption. Just wow. because he killed I everybody else, just, <laughs> I thought she. I don't think that herself. happened. I think she killed herself. You think she killed herself? I'm slowly learning that Sean and I just have completely disparate <laughs> worldviews. Well, and when I Sean got... watches a film, he is going into some <laughs> insane Christopher Nolan verse where love is the fucking fifth dimension. And Matt Damon's fucking killing everybody. Because <laughs> Matt Damon killed kill everybody himself. else in the movie. He, he that killed is every true. other character. That is true. <laughs> I could fuck. see how you could see. Yeah, if, if he had already killed someone, I would have jumped to like, okay, sense. he is killed. But I have to, <laughs> I have to do a side note. Yes. It took me back to when I was watching Harry Potter six, <laughs> Half Blood Prince, yeah. uh, or whatever the movie where Snape dies. Maybe it's not six. I Is it know. six? Who I'm the sorry. fuck knows? Um, okay, something's happening, and I'm Matt in the Damon front row. Snape. Yeah. Well. Um, uh, anyways, he reveals this whole story to Harry. Like I was always there yes. like, with your mother, and then at the end, I go. <gasps> Snape's Harry's dad? And everyone was like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that's what I got from it. I feel very uh, fucking certain that Tom Ripley didn't kill that woman. He didn't yeah, kill her. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, Sean guys. is having a psychotic break on I blew show. it. Um, no, I had it earlier tonight. And <laughs> I really carried it, carried it into the show. So, there's a dead lady. Um, and... You know how, how do she we died? come back from this? Now that I, I now that I think of it, how she died is this: uh, she didn't get any money. That's basically yeah, what that's she, she died, died of a broken heart, essentially. Yeah. Broken uh, wallet. Dickie was like, "Hey, uh, I know you're pregnant, and I know that I did it, but I'm not gonna give you any money. I'm not so, giving you money. if you happen to want to drown yourself during the Madonna Festival, that'd be fine with me." And so she does. She goes, "That's cool." I mean, she, yeah, Matt Damon and Jude Law. Talk about why she killed Sean. You're right. Shit live on the air. <laughs> what was not live. not live. We're not live. It's been <laughs> lost. Um, and man, there's like so much more plot. <laughs> it's yeah, not to even think about it. Okay. So uh, 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 what happens next? Okay. I mean, after this is when uh, the Dickie and Tom relationship begins to fray at the edges. Yes. And uh, they are checking out Rome, maybe. Venice. So they're checking <laughs> out some of their beautiful Italian Kills town. Dickie, assumes his identity. We have a cat and mouse game about yes. whether or not he's going to get busted for killing. Yes. Him. That's basically it, yes. Yeah. And he brutally kills Dickie. <laughs> yeah. Must be and, you, and, and Sean's right. He starts killing everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's and yet, at some point he has and to. And yet, this is your 
likable, lovable protagonist <laughs> throughout. Yeah, it's pretty. Which is the ty- the real tightrope that the film wa- walks. Yes, that's uh, and and I think pretty successfully. Like 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 I said, yeah. I, I can't decide which of these Ripley movies is the best, but this one, I, I will say this: this one is the most um, well made for sure. And then, furthermore, the mo- the one that digs deepest into each character. I feel like the the, the three main characters are 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 deeply uh, deeply explored. And then yeah. I think the sketches that are Kate Blanchett's and Philip Seymour Hoffman's characters, and this may be just because of the power of their instrument as actors. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very fully formed and and yes. and, and under and, and relatable instantly. Absolutely. <clears throat> and uh, you know, I think this movie, like Purple Noon. Uh, I sorry, I keep talking about these other movies. <laughs> in, in context, like that, Dickie Greenleaf is like almost wholly despicable, and you can't even figure out how anyone could ever be slayed by these charms and everything. Whereas yeah. this, like, I think Jude Law, like, almost oh. except for when he's in his, like the throes of his monomania, yeah, is very you know you totally get it. He's, he's so charismatic and compelling, yeah, that you, that you do sort of fall in love with him. Course. And want to drink his bathwater, <laughs> like Matt does. I, oh, you know, crazy. I thought that Sean and I were the only two guys who just like love to take baths right after each other. Yeah, I thought that was our friendship thing. <laughs> but it was cool to see that in film, just two guys getting in and out of yeah. baths. I felt seen. I remember yeah. when I first joined the podcast back when we were meeting in person. I thought that was it was hard to get used to doing the baths together the baths, yeah. after the yeah. show, but. You know, it was worth it, wasn't it? Yeah, and then the you know we haven't been able to do it in a while. Well, do you really know anything about each other until you've drinking each other's dead skin cells? <laughs> no, you just gotta drink it in, man. <laughs> drink it in. Well, I drank this film in, and oh. it's time to talk about the euros of the talented. Mr. Ripley. <laughs> Michael saw us going towards the mountain and he pulled up right pulled at the last up. moment. I said, Thank this, you so much, Michael. I actually, yeah. the camera pulled out and I said, This is actually a film. <laughs> I'm a director. Woo-hoo. Camera pulled back. That's the best. That's the end of, the El, end of, the like the end of El Topo. That's my hero of any movie that's ever been made. <laughs> the end of it. <laughs> the end of the thing that everyone hates. Yeah. I love that part so much. That's oh, like, great. Oh, thank um, goodness. Okay. <laughs> I have a euro. While we're talking euros, I got one myself. Uh, this is my main one, though I have okay. many others. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's so he's good. He's great, yeah. From the yeah. very first moment he gets there, <laughs> he's great. Mm-hmm. He's like, he barely puts his car in park. He's walking in front of cars. He's talking about great. getting horny ladies. What? <laughs> This is not good, Sean. Sean's mad. Well, as I'm watching this movie, my old lady's like, you know that's how you act, right? (laughs) I'm like, no, I don't know that. I could see you pulling up. Birds flying away. Why are you saying this shit to me? (laughs) It's really funny. He is is repulsed. In this and in Hard (laughs) A, he has to show off how repulsive (laughs) Philip Seymour Hoffman can be. Yes. And I guess, what is that Al Pacino hoo-ha movie? Oh, percent uh, of a woman, yeah. Oh, Man, wow. Philip Seymour Hoffman, he had, if he hadn't decided <laughs> to play like really creepy Philip Seymour Hoffman characters, yeah, for, excuse me, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson characters for the rest of his life, yeah, he, he could have just been like the great villain of our time, yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He, he was also the villain in Mission Impossible 3, yeah, only good part, yeah. Oh, okay, so Philip, <laughs> um, Philip. Is great in many ways. One one of the ways I love him is that um, almost every character, every male character in this movie acts uh, particularly gay. Like (laughs) (laughs) Philip seems gay, but also never stops talking about how much he wants to have sex with women. But he's always like mincing while he does it. Oh, I can't wait to meet her. (laughs) Awesome! It's so great. And his like looks and like eye rolls yeah. and faces of just disgust at everything Tom does. He's just always like, ugh. So poor. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not to the manner so born. Poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. Oh my god. And he just is hitting the, the keys on the piano yeah, and pissing people great. off. Wow. He's oh so good. That was really good. Two thumbs up. Great job, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, we miss you. You're up in heaven with mm. Gandhi. 
Truman Capote. <laughs> Truman Capote. <laughs> He's up there. That's, oh God, you did an excellent job playing me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, thank you for saying that. <laughs> Do you did you guys watch the movie and enjoy yeah. a part of it? There was some there were a couple parts I liked. Okay, drop it on me. Um I have I did it again where there's tons of yes. euros. But I also picked him pulling up, like driving in, and there's just like birds flying away. <laughs> like it's just so careless. John so, Woo, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, yes. It's really good. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so great. So I really like that. Um I don't want to. I know that annoys you, John, to have endless euros. Not, it's not have. as annoying as like stuttering, stammering, and then not giving any. any <laughs> <at all. laughs> I'll do one. Um, I love. I love that uh, Matt Damon is a piano nerd. Yeah, and he is ripped, he shredded. Like he <laughs> off his shirt, and yeah. he is fucking shredded. Unbelievable, a thousand abs. You're like, all right, it's absurd, but it's so good. And they like make fun of his physique and paciness, and it's yeah. like, do you not realize <laughs> that you could like make like you could shred a zucchini on his tits? Yeah, yeah come on, he's beautiful. I mean, forget the whole like. Um, Jason Bourne workout. I want. I want to get on nerdy pian- jazz pianist workout. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I want that. Give me that bod. That's great. I Matt Damon like. It's it's weird that we are supposed to think Jude Law is that much sexier than Matt Damon. <laughs> Very but weird. And they somehow did it. Like Jude Law is a lot sexier than Matt Damon mm-hmm. in this movie. And I'm not sure how when Matt Damon's body like made. You know, my, my butthole twitched like a rabbit's nostril, but yeah, I you know, I, I mean, I, I, I think of myself as like, like kind of straight, mm. and it was testing. Me. I was like, look at his body. This yeah. is a sexy, filthy, nasty movie, man. Yeah, that's what I like about it. It's a dirty movie. It's definitely the one that, that, that not to, <laughs> going back to the other goddamn movies. I'm ruining the podcast. It, it is the sexiest. It's like the sweatiest and the wettest. And, mm, yeah. You can splash. taste the oils. Splish, splash. Nitrogen body splash. oils. Do you have even one euro? <laughs> yeah. Drop <laughs> it do. on us. Let's hear it. There's a part where he's being questioned by an uh by a detective. Yes. And they're like, uh-oh. And then uh the detective's like, excuse me, my accent is a little coarse or something like my English is a little coarse. Yeah. And then uh <laughs> And then Mr. Ripley goes, it is a little coarse. And then the detective gets hurt. Like, you can see him get hurt yeah. for a second. And okay. I really like that. I would say, like, my favorite thing about this film, is, and there's a lot to like, and I really love this movie, but uh, I just think the acting is kind of non And, like, especially, like, people I've forgotten how good they were. Like, Gwyneth Paltrow's whole journey and the, her whole who she is by the end of the movie. Mm. That's like a tough thing to sell in as few scenes as she has. Mm -hmm. And her scenes are very pivotal, but Mm. you like actually like you, you totally understand how she ends up the way she does. And you understand why no one really believes her or thinks that she's correct, which is very, that's a difficult tightrope to pull off to be believable yet not believable at the same time. And I think Mm. that's, you know, and I hate uh, complimenting, Goop Paltrow, Coldplay Paltrow, but she's really like between this and like um, Royal Tenenbaums, you have to be like, what the fuck happened to you, lady? Yeah. He's so like, good you are too. Am- yeah. you are amazing, and now you so good. You make Oprah type maneuvers, which I guess that is a fuck ton of money. But she was yeah. already wealthy; it's she like, didn't need the money. Yeah, why don't you go for being one of the best actresses alive? But I mean, there's just <laughs> a lot to love in this film, and it's like a very lovingly crafted movie and it's just yes. extremely lush mm-hmm. um, and, and yet like un, unflinching in its brutality. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's, I, it's, watching this movie kind of made me sad because I feel like this is exactly the type of movie that lives in the margins of what we don't see anymore at all, mm. which is like, you know, an intelligent thriller that's not afraid to be, a little gay and a little brutal and a little sordid, yet still a very Hollywood. Let's fucking do a whirlwind tour of 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 Europe type 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're you're supposed to you're you you're you're both uh, compelled and repelled at the same time. And I I think they either go one way or the other now with, with filmmaking, and it's either you know just a very lavish like live it up type thing, or they try to like make it a twisted, painful experience. And this movie does both. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what makes it a Pretty good a good movie. Yeah, I think um, another one of my favorite parts is um, this is maybe three quarters of the way through it. Um, Gwyneth. Uh, Marge, Marge. Uh, is at uh, Tom's uh, apartment. Uh, this is his lavish apartment, which he has uh, yeah. purchased using all of the money uh, from Dickie that he has stolen. <laughs> and um, she finds... Hero of this picture. <laughs> yes. She finds uh, Dickie's rings uh, inside oh. of one of his uh, little, uh, yeah, crazy. little things. Uh, I don't know. He's got a little bag <laughs> where he keeps not very secretively <laughs> yeah. uh, Dickie's rings. And um, uh, Matt is in uh, the bath. And he gets out and he's looking hot. And uh, uh, Marge is knocking on the door and uh, he opens the door and he's in the towel. And there's something weird about that already. And then he <laughs> drops the towel and it gets even weirder and scarier. Yeah. And then he puts on the robe and she's about to leave. And uh, we know that he has gotten uh, gotten in his hand a uh, a straight razor. Yeah, and we don't know how we find out is quite horrifying. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yes, we we see we see him uh, scrounge through the bathroom looking for yeah. a, a weapon. <laughs> well, well, you actually, I think for my for me, I I thought he was maybe looking for something to kill himself with. I thought about that too. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And um we see he's slowly walking towards the door as she's trying to leave. He's saying very scary things to her in a very kind of quiet uh kind voice. Yeah. And um we see in his in the pocket of his white robe blood begin to pool in the <laughs> yeah. bottom of the pocket. Like holy which shit. is really horrible. And uh at some point he goes you're shivering, Marge, and it's just <laughs> fucked. Yeah, up. I'm glad really you highlighted. It. it is. The, I think it's the most horrifying scene in the movie. Yeah, and it's kind of the only scene that makes you feel until that moment. Th- that scene really makes you feel bad that you have been rooting for this character all yes. along. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the that's probably the only moment other than the ending, which yeah is also pretty good as well. Although I I feel like if, if there's one, I'll I'll save it for my worst. Oh. I, I, but this one is better. This is the best, like, oh, God, this is, I can't believe we root for this guy. Yes. Scene, yeah. Know? Yeah, he's definitely terrifying. And also, like, there is something fun. Uh, there, there. Okay, in The Murder of Dickie, he is, in some ways, protecting himself. I mean, there is... You know, some feeling that maybe he had incited the death. And Dickie's, <laughs> but, Dickie's <laughs> such a such a ponce at various yeah. times that yes. you're like, oh, he deserves it. Kill yes. him, you know, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Freddy, and, Freddy same, kill him. Kill Freddy. Kill same thing with Freddy, Now, yes. killing harmless, lovely Marge, like, now you're like, no. oh, shit, he's a serial killer. We yeah, love, he's just insane. We, oh, love, yeah. uh, we love a serial killer. That's a great, uh, that's a great <laughs> term. Yes. Um... Yes. And the the final death is uh he kills wait, Philip? Is that the guy name of the guy <laughs> he loves? <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I don't like, remember it's his like name. Richard Saint Sleeving. <laughs> yeah. you know. Peter. Peter. Yeah. It's Peter. <laughs> um he kills Peter who has become his lover. Yes. And um that scene is kind of brutal. Uh, and also ta- sort of tastefully brutal because yes. yeah. he, he's like laying on his shoulder, yeah. lovingly nuzzling against him. And Peter's saying lovely things about yeah. uh, about Tom and all the wonderful things. And they uh, slowly cut away from it. And Tom's sitting in his room looking uh, <laughs> bad. And we yeah. hear the sounds oh. of Peter being well. garroted. Well, yeah, and it begins with the with the uh, Tom. You're crushing me, Tom. Yeah, you're crushing, crushing me. You know, kind of like playfully, and then yeah. it escalates and comes. No, it's a great juxtaposition of seeing me. Matt Damon after the fact and hearing the audio. Yes, you know the the montage of the audio with the aftermath, the visual aftermath, and yeah, yeah. that is a great scene. I guess yes. I'll, I'll transition as quickly as I can to my uh, low main low man. Oh, okay, oh, do shoot. it of the, of the oh, picture shoot. because my, my least favorite thing. It's still not that bad. 
Mm. But I don't really buy that last relationship mm-hmm. that much as being this great love of his life. Yeah. Which they want us to sort of believe. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't quite buy that one. Uh, maybe just because there wasn't enough time to sell it. Yeah. I don't feel like it's a bad performance by that actor no. or anything, but it's not quite up to snuff. Uh, with that, with the, uh, the other performances we've had are so amazing that like moments like with that actor and then like I think it's James Rebhorn as the dad yeah. kind of stick out as like you guys just aren't as fucking good. Yeah. Actors. yeah. Like it's like you guys are the B team. That's like, tough. Cause, just because they have like and if you and you look at the cast, it's just insane. Yeah, it's a really good cast. It's, you know, and, and and man, Sucker's got to know Matt Damon is an awesome actor. Like, yeah, yeah, he does. He's a great really, job. really good, and I think he's like a, a big cut above kind of his peers, mostly because he can be despicable like this. I think <laughs> yeah. the only, and this sort of strikes some of the same notes. The only performance of his that I like more is uh in the departed i think he's just like amazing yeah oh yeah and there's so even awful. like especially that the notes where he thinks the jig is up and he kind of almost gives up where he's like just let marge in because marge is going to expose him as not. yeah yeah exactly. like, just let her in just let her in and then he like slips back and he's like don't do it yeah don't right? do it. he calls back to the departed moment which is this amazing moment in the elevator he's like just fucking kill me just kill me yeah yeah and there aren't many guys who will like get that like nasty and sullen and kind of in the depths and he's not completely unafraid to do so yeah and it's just too bad that he's you know spends most of his career playing you know ben affleck's (laughs) leavings (laughs) yes and also some weird maga guy with a lesbian daughter in the new in the oh but i'm in that show oh i'm seeing that i'm I'm down for matt damon as like a maga chud yeah maga chud with a heart of gold yeah Let's Absolutely. do it. Let's go. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to sneak that. one more good thing in on Ooh. the tail end of your bad thing. Yeah, and we gotta get we gotta get Chad's good thing. Okay, oh, okay. I'll I'll sneak one in. I think the ending, uh, just as a matter of like the way it's put together, is really good. Yeah. Uh, for a few reasons. One, like it just looks great, and mm-hmm. there's like of course this theme of mirrors throughout thing the thing, yeah. which is not especially revelatory, but I think it's done kind of gingerly and not too obviously, but the end is he's in the boat. The boat is kind of rocking and the mirror door kind of is going back and forth and slowly closes. And like that as just like a bit of, I don't know, blocking or something really works well for me. And also like harkens back to after he first kills Dickie, like they are in the boat, he is like holding Dickie's yeah. dead body, and it is like gently rocking, and you see like the blood sloshing in the bottom of the yeah, boat, nuts. and that's really good stuff. Blocking like, compositions oof. in this movie are really good. Yes, very very good. Classics. What did Chad have to say, Michael? Drop Chad, it on me now. Chad said their favorite part um, was Jude Law saying, "Didn't I tell you San Remo was crazy?" And the shot was them looking down. On like three dozen people milling around while a band played. <laughs> he said, Jazz, yes, baby. Crazy. Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Jazz cigarettes. The cr- roaring whatevers. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz cigarettes. <laughs> I mean, come on, Chad. That looks fun. Smoky, smoky. It did well, look fun. Telling me you don't like karaoke, Chad? My, I well, Chad I likes karaoke. I like it. My favorite. I have one last Euro. Do you have another Euro? Let's do it. The best part of the whole movie Ooh. was when <laughs> when um, he hits Jude Law in the head with the oar, oh, fuck and then he oh. turns, and then it like it splits a little bit, and you're like, "Wait a minute! Wow, that did a lot of damage!" And then the whole side of his face that, splits open, and you're like, Ooh! "That is some good gore." Yeah, it's yes. really well done. I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. And yeah. that's like I said, this movie like you, you get caught up in all the beauty it, it, it espouses, and then it just hits you in the face yeah, you're like, with an oar and splits your brains out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a great. I mean, there's so many like great scenes that just tilt you on your ear. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, 
Yeah, the choking and the bleeding. Like Tom's yeah. getting choked by Nikki, and there's like yeah. blood dripping on his face. And he's it's like, just, "I'm gonna uh, kill you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. Good. I mean, I guess if someone called me boring 15 times, I'd probably have to kill him. <laughs> yeah, after yeah. you're saying stop, stop. <laughs> he stop really called me boring, himself. or I'll yeah. kill you. Uh, yeah. My lane. I'm gonna drop it. I hope that's okay. Please. I almost wish this was more sexy. Oh, now wow. I think it is. I think it is sexy-ish. For 1999, this movie is super gay and sexy. That's true. It is gay. I just okay. I don't know. It just seems I, like I, I know what you mean. Like the, like the under the I don't know the under the level yeah. is super duper <laughs> horny. Yeah. Like everybody's really horny for each other. But it doesn't. So when like you saw, you're just mad much. that when yeah. when Jude Law gets out of the bath to let Matt Damon soak <laughs> in his dirty bath water. Yeah. That that wasn't gay enough and that you needed Jude Law's penis to be erect. Maybe. I, oh, I mean, might have been. I feel like there's a lot you, of sex You need a movie, movie where Jude Law and Matt Damon soak in each other's fluids to be more sexy and lascivious. I like this about you, Sean. I mean, you fucking filthy son of be, a bitch. It could be a little more explicit. Sean wanted this to be <laughs> short bus. Sean wanted this to be a movie with just Matt Damon <laughs> blowing himself. <laughs> sure, watched, what, what, part of, what part of Jude Law fucking everything on the entire screen wasn't sexy enough for you, How Sean? talented, Mr. Yeah, I mean, Ridley. he's fucking people, but we see their legs. I mean, it's like... <laughs> I, I want to see their eyes. Sean yes. wants double penetration. <laughs> Sure. Let's have some fun. I mean, forget the Eiffel Tower. He wants he wants Matt Damon and and Jude Law to run an Eiffel Tower on one of the ball No, I want to get it on the scenery. I want those two dudes. Uh, Sean's the guy. Who watches, Sean's the guy who watches Boogie Nights. He's like, not enough porn. That's <laughs> true. It is. Uh, I do see what you mean. Like, if this movie had been made now, it'd have been like way, like way more sex. Like, I mean, yeah. Now this is not even a comparison necessarily, but like <laughs> the basic instinct level of horny. If this, <laughs> this movie had been that horny. Yeah, I mean, it would have kicked it up a notch. Sean's mad that Gwyneth Paltrow didn't have a beaver shot. Oh, well, I don't even know if I want to see that. I just feel like <laughs> he wanted to see Gwyneth Paltrow's culture. At some point, Kate Blanchett should have been nude, even though she Ooh. never took off her clothes. That's that. That's all I really want is for Kate Blanchett to be nude. Kate Blanchett versus Paltrow in a most beautiful woman battle is right there with Damon and, and Jude Law. This is a, you are insane. This is a sexy, dirty movie. <laughs> okay. I'm getting all hot and bothered, but I'm glad you went there. I've, I've learned so much about Sean. <laughs> yeah. It's I've fun, learned a it? lot. I love learning. Tell me what, what is shitty about this movie guys? Oof. Where I did I my begin? part. I, I think that there's a couple of actors who get a little blown off the screen and can't quite sell their <laughs> yeah. huge important parts, but. Michael, was there something you didn't enjoy? About <laughs> yeah, Mister Ripley. Yeah, you got nothing. Oh, I've got some. Okay. Um, I didn't. I thought the impressions were really bad. I thought it was <laughs> like the dumbest thing I've ever seen in okay. my life. Yeah. He just like did like a gravelly voice for every person he didn't impress. Hey, yeah, it's actually like this. <laughs> I was like, what? That's not me. That's Do you remember me. the Alec Baldwin SNL sketch, The Mimic? Hello. <laughs> Yes. It's kind of it's kind of like that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I was he like, just what? sort of did like a Jimmy Stewart voice for yeah. everybody. When he's really doing the Paltrow voice, it's insane. Yeah. It's like, don't do that, man. I died laughing. Oh, well, that is some Norman Bates shit. That's it true. Is, yeah, that's true. It shows how crazy he is. Yes, I guess. But I, I see what you mean. I, I don't feel like that was the intent. I think we were supposed to be like, wow, he really does sound like James Rebel. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, when he does the though, when he does does the uh, Freddie Miles one after he's killed Philip Seymour Hoffman's character? That part is terrible. Yeah, yeah. it's horrible and unnecessary. I mm-hmm. died laughing. Yeah, I, I put that as one of my low mains. If they think I, I'm drunk, think what her husband is saying. Is uh, like, yeah, what? seeing Matt Damon do like late night TV show and shit though. Like he thinks he's like a master impressionist. Yeah. So we've got our so this is like do you remember when like Kevin Spacey for a while just like had to do impressions like in every 
goddamn movie. It's kind of like, <laughs> who's that son of a bitch? Sam Rockwell for a while. He mm. danced in every goddamn movie because yeah. he has like a soft shoe routine. I think Matt Damon was like pigeonholing his, his <laughs> terrible impressions into this thing. <laughs> Maybe that's how James Rebhorn got this job. I'd do a killer James Rebhorn. Who the fuck <laughs> is James <laughs> Rebhorn? <laughs> i do a great impression of him. you got to yeah. get him in this movie. i do a great impression of him. Um, I know we I know we haven't like said many bad things about this movie, but it, this is a strange movie because I enjoy it a whole lot, but it doesn't quite get there yes. to like vaunted material to me. I agree. And I don't really know why. <sighs> it's just fever. Not enough. <laughs> we we all know why. It's just because there's not enough fever. Um, I, yeah. It it does have weird moments. So another weird moment for me, at least. There's uh, there's this part where um, all the boys are just wandering around uh, Italy <laughs> on the Vespas, and uh, you hear uh, as they're having their wonderful time, uh, my funny Valentine, which. I thought was weird. It sort of <laughs> yeah. uh, didn't make sense based on like the fun time they were having. And my funny Valentine is kind of a down tempo, not exactly a bummer, but just sort of romantic and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they then they John? reveal that Matt okay. Damon is singing. My <laughs> yeah, funny it's Valentine, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's super weird. Well, you do realize that that is a callback to something that happened earlier in the movie, right, Sean? I know that part. Okay, I'm just making sure that you don't think. Matt Damon like killed another person <laughs> no. off screen. And, okay. <laughs> I remember that my funny Valentine was there earlier. It it was just weird to see him singing. I, you guys are right. The fatal flaw in this film is like bizarre vocalization yeah, it's techniques like, what by the Matt fuck? Damon. <laughs> yeah, it's and it so is weird. like it is like pulls you. It ruins the film. It's like that movie. <laughs> did you ever see the movie where Brad Pitt is like the Grim Reaper? What? Meet Joe Black? Is that it? I, okay, I've only seen a clip. I've only seen a clip. Where he gets hit by a car? Or something. I don't know. But he, he's talking to this old <laughs> this old black lady, and he starts doing some weird, like, like accent. And you're like, what? wait, what is he doing? And it's, like, so bizarre. And you're like, I don't think this is okay, man. <laughs> like, this feels a little is weird. Is he doing a black lady accent? Is it's this like, like when Anthony Michael Hall does the terrible blackface voice in National Lampoon's <laughs> Vacation? <laughs> and the weird science also? It might be. It's weird. He's like, your father, your father be okay. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? You're like, whoa, hold on, Brad Pitt. Whoa. That's because he's talking from beyond the grave. Yeah, he's, he's, he's speaking yeah. from. There are moments where these like beautiful, perfect actors go a little too far outside the box. And you're just like. Dude, don't don't fucking do this. Don't do it. Just be be Matt Damon. God, yeah, it's enough. This is a very small thing, but the (laughs) the titles seem sort of unnecessarily nineties. I hate it. Like there, there's like weird color blocks that like move into the screen, and then there's titles, and then the (sighs) color blocks go away. I thought they were kind of Saul Saul Bassey. I I can see that. I hated them, and I was going to bring it up, but I didn't want to be the, you know, like, the technical side of it. I what the fuck do you, you think you're here for, Michael? <laughs> you're our tech boy. Jesus. Yeah, I was like, please get these disgusting. I love it when you hate out the of here. It was off on the title. I was like, ugh. Oh, what, yes. When the title. Good. Yes. The, the Just title. Just plain text. I suck. I thought I liked them. Oh, shit. <laughs> The I'm title is especially everything. weird because it scrolls before it gets talented. It scrolls through like a thousand adjectives. Yeah. Big boy. I forgot God, all Big this. boy. <laughs> the big boy, Mr. Ripley. <laughs> the big boy. But it scrolls, it scrolls through a bunch of adjectives. If you guys have to choose a different, a different adjective instead of talented yeah. for the blank Mr. Ripley, what would you guys choose? Because as we've established, not that talented. Yes. The <laughs> singing of My Funny Valentine is odious. Creepy. So yeah. I know I know Sean would choose slutty. <laughs> the two Mr. Ripley. <clears throat> What'd you say? Scrumptuousent Mr. Ripley. Engorged. Ooh. You get to pick an adjective, Engorged. Michael. What's it gonna be? Mm. <laughs> <Gay>. <laughs> <laughs> 
definitely didn't want to laugh at that and did. <laughs> Sorry. That would really give it all canceled, away, though. Canceled yeah. Mr. Ripley. Hey, you want to see this movie called The yeah. Game Mr. Ripley? Or The Lying Murderer. I do want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, the Lying Murderer, Mr. Ripley. Lying Murderer, Mr. Ripley. Really make all of Say it all in the title. Yeah. I think Chad, Chad Bryden in the chat brings up a good point. And maybe this is why the movie. I don't know. I feel like this isn't what sits wrong. With me. He says he thinks the premise is a little flimsy. Uh, he knows rich people throw money around, but dude was just like, "I just met you, piano man. Here, take this money and go to Italy and yes, fart around with my son." It is pretty. I weird. think that rich people do shit like this. Maybe I've been like into some circles, like oh. like like Bonnaroo in the artists area, and there's like this VIP section <laughs> for like rich people. With their own goddamn Winnebago's and stuff to like uh-huh. kind of mill about with the artists, and these rich people will have never met each other ever. Hey, everybody, we are gonna be right back. What happened is, um, uh, Google has now created um, time limits on oh, their meetings. Oh, god damn it! So I'm jumping back in, and I'm <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is so funny. To the listener, you must be like, what the fuck is even going on? But to the viewer, we just have to explain it because otherwise it just looks psychotic. Yes. All right. I sent another link. All right. We're getting the link. Well, I was like listening intently, but then I saw in the corner this countdown clock like your call is ending. I was like, fuck. Yes. All right. We got to mute the thing, Sean. I muted it. Oh, yeah. Muted. All right. So my point, my greater point. Was these rich people in these in these areas would never have known each other ever, never have met, but because they were both new in their heart of hearts and wallet of wallets, that they were the elite, mm. were just like best fucking friends, <laughs> and it would be NFL players who'd never met this fucking heiress and who'd never yeah. met this fucking dental student whose dad was like a, <laughs> uh, like a senator, and they would all just be best fucking friends instantly. And it was off-putting and unsettling. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say, Chad, is I think this is how these people fucking operate. <laughs> Literally how they live. And all we got to do, man, is we got to get into these fucking places. <laughs> and then we can drink Matt Damon's fucking bathwater. Yes. Yeah. And we can Finally. eat Gwyneth Paltrow's goop and have boats. <laughs> and uh, you're sorry, I'm out of car. I'm out of car. And then we got to made, man. We just got to get We got to be social climbers, Chad. That's what I'm saying. This is social a wonderful players. transition into our social media. We're on food, we're on all the social medias. We're uh, over on Twitter at Food Court Cast. We're on Instagram at Food Court Movie Podcast. We love when you go over and you give us five star reviews and you say, "I loved your episode about talent and Master Ripley." <laughs> Murderous, murderously libidinous. Yes, <laughs> little horny boy, little shredded horny boy, Mister Ripley. <laughs> shredded. Um, we. This is going to be the hardest part of all because I haven't thought Uh-oh. about it even one bit. Uh-huh. What are we putting on the poll for this week? Okay, I was told one that I don't know what it is, but okay. someone in my Twitch said I'm that getting we my notes app out. Watch it's called Zola. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Oh, this it's is in theaters. theaters, but not streaming, sadly. Ah, oh, never mind. Take it off the list. That um, has enough sex for Sean, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting well, Leaving Las Vegas, but actually it doesn't have enough sex. Leaving putting- Las Vegas. Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> sure. I've never seen it. That was on the last poll, but I it, okay. it didn't win. What about but, Pig? I, we gotta see we gotta we gotta give people ooh, options, right? We can't I haven't seen the Oh yeah, Pig theaters, is not right? streaming, Chad. Damn it. Fuck. Unless they want to pay Fuck. fifty dollars to stream. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Zola's streaming either. No. Fuck. <laughs> I feel like with the Delta variant we can't do any theater. No. Yeah. It's over. It's I mean over. we're gonna go, over. but we've like we've given up. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just getting used to popcorn again at the theater. <laughs> I'm go- I'm still eating the popcorn. <laughs> I'm, eating I'm just gonna go see movies like Zola that no one else will see. Yes. Yeah, and again. you know, it is kind of fun to like dig your hand in the popcorn, pull the mask up, shove it, and then close it again. It's no, nice. that's not fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm voting for Kajillionaire again. It's not gonna win, but I just want to reason. We're not to even watch gonna it. put on the poll. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Should I put Crimson Tide back on there? No. <laughs> no. None of these movies won. Okay. okay well, then what do you want to put on there? 
Mr. Smarty don't Pants. A- oh, Mr. Smarty. Don't ask me. Oh, I forgot to bring up ding, 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 ding on the Fan Express. <laughs> I watched The Empty Man. Oh, shit, you Let's did? Let's put the fucking Empty Man on. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's on HBO Max. Oh, the Empty, Empty Man. Man on. I'm putting it on there. Then, Michael, you won't even have to do anything next week. Yeah, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I know how excited that makes you. Yay. The Empty Man, we should do something that is the opposite of the Empty Man. What is the, the full, full man? Monty. Man. The full Monty. The full Monty. <laughs> I would watch the full Monty at any moment. I've never seen it. Really? Chad, okay, yeah. Chad, give us a movie from streaming. Oh, Police Academy 2. Save us from ourselves. <laughs> Chad's always, Chad always says Police Academy 2. So I'll put Time Police cock. Academy 2. Timecock. Timecock. <laughs> okay, those are all the ones that are going on there. All right, we're going to think of some films. Yes, we're going to think <laughs> of a bunch. Follow us on all of the things and retweet all of the things and mm. send us tons of money. We love money and we want to get rich. <laughs> so send us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Also, I have to say thank you so much to Australia because <gasps> we blasted into the top 100 film Woo! podcast in Australia. Uh, we're at 96 right now. Yes. This is our Some, highest ever. One, one Australian watched it. Hey, to loved it. it. It's worth it. it. Who To whom it may concern, thank Australia, you. thank you so much. New Zealand, we still love you anyway, but Australia, you're really showing us what you got. Yeah. And uh, I Switzerland. Think feuding, I think those are feuding kingdoms. Yes. <laughs> They're feuding over our love. Yeah. Pop quiz hot shot. <laughs> is Russell Crowe Australian or from New Zealand? Ooh. No clue. Crow? <laughs> Australian. Crow? I think he's from New Zealand. I don't know. I don't know. You gave us a quiz. You don't know the answer to. Very sneaky. Um, go, tweet at us with the answer to that question. Is Russell Crowe from Australia or New Zealand? No Googling. And uh, we will see you next week to talk about some movie. One movie. Which is the American it friend. It's on Criterion. Oh. Whoa. Okay. I'll put it on there. Wait. Is this another? <laughs> I don't have. Sean, we should put some of that porn you want to watch. Porn? <laughs> Just porn? Mark? How fucking insane was that? This movie isn't sexy enough. <laughs> You're gonna see filthy, dirty, vile, filthy, butt dirty sex movie, and Sean's like not dirty enough. Ooh, that should be the title of this episode: filthy, dirty <laughs> sex <laughs> movie. <laughs> On that glistening <laughs> nude body <laughs> movies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jude Law's cock. Ooh. Yeah. And celluloid forever. And Sean's like, no. No, it's not just enough. wasn't sexy enough. Bigger. Not for me. Harder. Oh, it's amazing. Bigger, oh, faster, yeah. harder. You uh, contain multitudes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. uh, oh, yes. What? No. Um, I want to talk about movies that they're sexy enough or not. <laughs> Sean, what about what about the uh, the movie um, uh, Showgirls? Oh, Showgirls is sexy enough. It is sexy. What enough? about the Matrix Reloaded? Um, <laughs> that fucking scene orgy scene. That part is kind of weird uh, and sort of unsexy, despite trying to be sexy. But it's, it's kind really of sexy. Sweaty. See, that's I why I, I led sexy. you with Showgirls because I feel like Showgirls is like. Not sexy because like Elizabeth Berkeley is so st- Elizabeth Berkeley and Kyle McLaughlin are so like robotic in their fucking <laughs> very like, weird the way they do everything that it's not very sexy. But Gina Gershon, mm. super oh. sexy. That's a good point. Really sexy. <laughs> so maybe I, I posit this. Okay, Matt Damon is just profoundly unsexy. I don't know. You never because know. I think they were trying to lay it on thick. And like Jude Law was getting my loins girded. Sure. <laughs> but Matt Damon is a little like sneaky. Fucking is not sexy. Cute? Well, he's just he... kind of like a pugnacious character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm never going to stop talking <laughs> about <laughs> this. I'm not going to. You should at some point. You should. I'm going to some... test the, the whole thing. Surely at some point. What about Brian? What about Body Heat? Is that sexy enough for you? I've never seen Body Heat, but probably. <laughs> you have me there. Body Double. Body Double is right around sexy enough. Ridley Scott's The Counselor. Um, that well, is. If you haven't seen Ridley Scott's The Counselor, <laughs> deeply unsexy. Deeply, <laughs> because it talks about 
smearing a vagina onto like a sports car windshield. Oh goodness! So. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, see a scene so fucked up it ended Cameron Diaz's career. Oh no! It's terrifying. She fucks a car. <laughs> she does fuck a car. Oh my god! Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, you should Holy watch that movie, Michael. It's next insane. week. <laughs> yeah, put that up. Put on Blame the, the counselor on the ball. <laughs> put it on the ball. What the fuck? Can That's we just so put Sean's fucking twisted sex movie? <laughs> the counselor this week and crash Sean's twisted the car fuck. Let's do all car dungeon. fucker movies. Car fucker crash counselor. Like an animated GIF where a dragon fucks a car. <laughs> That'll be short, Michael. Shrek, you like yeah. where a donkey <laughs> fucks a dragon? Oh yeah, donkey and dragon. I like it. On I behalf of Michael Hampton <laughs> and John Burmey, I say to you, bon appetit. <laughs>